0: So honoured to have you here and welcome you to today's conversation. So sit back, take a breath and get ready to see the world through a new and expansive lens with me, Emma Evelyn Campbell. Welcome, everybody. I'm going to introduce this episode with an incredible quote that is on the website of my guest today and I feel like you guys are really gonna love that it's time to remember who the fuck you are we don't have all the answers you do What a powerful introduction to the incredible Victoria and Tiffany of Spirit Mamas. Hi, guys. It's so nice to have you on again. Hi. I feel like it would be nice for you to introduce yourself individually and then we can kind of roll and just see what
1: comes through to us today. Beautiful. Hi, guys. I'm Victoria. I am one half of Spirit Mamas. I'm a mama, an Akashic Records reader, inner voice, and breathwork facilitator, and it is my honor to hold ceremonial space for mamas and women everywhere to shine their light and to be that beacon for their families and their communities and come back to that deep remembrance within themselves. So it's an honor to be here, Emma. My God, you were reading it and I was like, full body chills. I'm like, yes, (laughs) that's exactly what we fucking do. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I love that. I love
2: that. (laughs) Hi, everyone. I am Tiffany, the other half of Spirit Mamas. I am a certified Reiki healer, certified sound healer, intuitive counselor, and so much more. I'm a mom to two beautiful boys, Logan and Lennox. And I, like Victoria, am so happy to be able to hold space for moms and people in general who just need to realize that you hold all the magic that you need to just Mm. (laughs) run this fucking place. So
0: (laughs) I like love the energy of you guys so much. And we were actually talking about this a little bit before we started um, about how you guys together just have a powerful energy as you come together as these two whole one beings and form this kind of energy and this oneness together. Do you want to talk about like how that feels when you're, you're in collaboration with one another and when that energy is just working through you?
2: Yeah. So as I mentioned, Emma, before we got started, like, you know, originally Victoria and I were kind of doing our own individual things and we still do, but we realized quickly that when we brought our energy together, like it was so much powerful. Like it's almost like it was amplified by the universe. And it's really confirmation that we are spiritually connected and that we're doing this for a reason. So I think the first time we held space together and like put our energy together, we we kind of paused and looked at each other like, oh, shit, this is crazy. I mean, we were getting all types of like vibes and downloads and just energy that we didn't even realize we could hold together. And so it's really magical when we bring our energy together to see what type of healing we can do for others. What do you got, Mm. Victoria?
1: (laughs) No, that was perfect. I feel like it's expanded both of us in ways that we never even thought possible. So we are truly limitless and we bring that limitlessness Mm -hmm. to all of the containers that we hold because there is so much power when women come together. And the amazing Mm. part is it's not just Tiffany and I like, yes, of course, our energy together is amazing and it's amplified, but the women that we call in with that energy are divinely guided. And I truly think meant to be in the circle that they choose to join with us at the time they choose to join. And then that kind of magic alchemy together um, are, we hold circles that are tend to be smaller, 15 people or less on purpose, because we want them to be really intimate. So people can be vulnerable and share Mm. and come exactly as they are. But that's where the power of transformation lies is in the space that all of the women are holding for each other and even holding Mm. for us. Like every time we hold healing, the mother wound, for example, Tiffany and I are amazed at the healing and growth that happens to us and the participants So Mm. it's just this magic that I think is amplified, you know, tenfold by every woman in her power, you know, that joins us Mm. too. So it's it's really freaking cool.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I absolutely love that. And I love that message that you hold there of women in their power coming together to support, guide, and also hold space for one another. How important do you feel is it for us to – know that we have that medicine and that power within us and then to show up in an intimate and vulnerable way with one another.
1: That to me I'm learning is I think what I'm personally here to do is to help and remind women of that. I keep using the metaphor of a lighthouse that like Mm. each of us are our own lighthouse and our own beacon that are going to have that ripple effect not just on those in our immediate family but our communities and our neighbourhoods just by being who the fuck we are. Like you don't have to do anything special. You don't have to have a business. You don't have to you know, do the energy work that Tiffany and I do to make a difference in the world. And Mm -hmm. I think we're at a time where we can kind of bring our guards down again. And this is the time when we're reminded that we can heal that witch wound, that sister wound, that competitiveness that maybe was instilled lifetimes ago by the patriarchy right and like kind of take it back and say no 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 no. this woman next to me is my sister she's Mm -hmm. not my competition she's my collaboration she lifts me up she makes me a better me and there is room at the table for all of us and I even think like you know what you're doing Emma is the same it's the same thing right it's your own version of that mission but you're reminding women everywhere that they hold power and that we can all come together and support one another. Mm, I love that.
2: Yeah, I I just want to add, like, I think that society for so long has kind of uh, put women in a box and kind of burned, like, just made our fire just kind of dwindle. And so now I really feel like we're stepping into an age where we can step into our power, we can support one another. We can own our shit, um, and it's okay to do that. And I think what Victoria and I, and even you, Emma, what we what we're building here is just a community, and we're saying like it's okay, like it's okay for you to be this badass woman owning your shit mm-hmm. and really stepping into your power. And you know, I think even when you think about society and just how really women, we rule everything, right? Like our energy, we we bring life into this world. Um, mm-hmm. Even when you think about like working with the moon, which is that feminine energy. Like when you think about the moon, they made it seem like it's just this mystical, like not demonic, but like witchy thing, right? But then you have the sun over here. that's that male energy that's bright and all this other stuff. But mm-hmm. you really have to know how to tap into that feminine energy too, and really own that. And I think, when me and Victoria hold our full moon circles, we're allowing women to tap into that feminine energy that has been suppressed for so long. And even with our healing the mother wound and just like really tapping into that feminine energy and knowing that you can own both the feminine and male energy so that you can be whole. And so I think it's just that time for us to really step into that magic.
0: Mm, I really just, there's so much magic in what you just both said. And I would love to tap into, we talked about, some different concepts through that healing the mother wound the sister wound working with the moon for you guys through your experience what are these portals to experiencing that that power within ourselves and like you said there that balance of the masculine and feminine and knowing that we can hold that what are some portals for us to access that within ourselves, and then also bring that to to other women in the world (laughs)
1: <laughs> like I love.
2: have a like code. Where we're like hey, you go, you go. Sorry, I love it.
1: To me, it's it's coming back to the embodiment and the breath, and mm. that has been. I was thinking about this actually last night. That the first step for me on this journey was finding breath work and finding that using the breath can bring you back to a place of stillness and calmness and peace that taps you into that divinity, that feminine flow especially when we're in this like go, go, go of society. It's so, I mean, I'm so guilty of it too, right? Multitasking doing 10 things at once, but you and your soul really want to be focused on one thing at a time. And so that expands time for me when I sit with breath work and I sit Mm. in stillness. The 2.0 version that allows me to hold both the masculine and the feminine simultaneously is embodiment. And to me, that is bringing that future version of myself to the present moment, who I want to be, who I'm growing into and approaching all situations from that place. And that like badass CEO of my own life, right? So I know that I can turn on the masculine and get shit done when I need to. But I trust that inner voice that says, no, 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 it's time to slow down. It's time to flow. And I feel like it's really helped me lean into rest more, which Seems really counterintuitive, but I've found that that's actually my competitive edge almost in business and in life is knowing when to put on the gas and when to put on the brakes because I'm listening to my body and I'm listening to the Mm -hmm. biofeedback that I'm being given on a daily basis because I'm stopping, I'm connecting with my breath. I'm asking my body what it wants and what it needs so that I can truly serve at the highest capacity for those around me and for my family. And I think it's also realizing that me being abundant makes everyone else around me abundant and that it's not selfish. It's not a bad thing for me to take that time for myself, especially as a mom. It's, it's necessary so that I can come back into that balance. And of course, no one's perfect. You're going to sway one way or the other. But when you become aware of your own energy, it's so much easier to get back to that neutral place, at least a little bit faster, maybe than you used to when you were unaware. And so I think any of the practices that Tiffany and I teach are really about that mindfulness and coming back to what works for you. Like, I know, Tiffany, you have a totally different practice than I do, but you still come back into balance. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I
2: um, so I do mine a little different. Like I'm really into meditation and affirmations and then like sprinkling in the breath work with that. So what I'll do is I go into meditative state, but I start that by just taking notice of my breath. And then as I'm meditating, I like any affirmations that come up, then I make it like a present moment and I'll write them down. And then I kind of go back into a meditative state with that being the focus, whatever that affirmation is for the day and just being really intentional with that. So, like, Emma, before we got on the call, I mentioned that, like, the energy for me has just been really weird this week. And I don't know if it's with, you know, the time change here in the United States or the spring equinox coming up. But like I've been listening to my body my body has been telling me to take a few naps a day and this is hard for somebody who's working a corporate <laughs> job but i'm like i gotta listen to my body and so I, what i'm finding is through that i'm getting downloads i've been dreaming a lot lately over the last two weeks to the point where like i'm writing everything down because i know that there are messages coming through that are very important for not only myself but even for victoria and i as we continue to expand spirit Mamas. But it had to it doesn't come to me until I realize, okay, Tiffany, take that breath, really be intentional about what you are meditating about. And then what do you want to do? And I love what you said, Victoria, about really kind of tapping into your higher self, bringing that into the present moment. And then if you bring your higher self into the present moment, then every response that you have, every action that you have is on a higher level. And then you know that you're making the right decision. So. Yeah, it's just beautiful to really be in tune with your body and listen to your body because your body is going to tell you everything you need. I learned something last week at a um, workshop that I did, like, who's your best friend? My body is your body is your best friend, Mm. like your body. If you don't take care of your body and pour into this thing that really heals everything that you don't even realize is going on, like take care of your body first so then it can tell you exactly what you need. Everything else will fall into Mm. place.
0: Beautiful. What I'm hearing from both of you is this importance of those self-connection practices and listening and being attuned to your body and allowing that to guide you. But those practices can look different and unique to to us all. We just have to listen to what's best for us. And I know there's some some things you also bring into your your practices, like healing the mother wound and healing the sister wound. I would love for you to, to dive into those and tell us a little bit about what that work can actually do to shift some things internally and how we then show up with other women in our lives.
1: Absolutely. I love to say that if you have a mother, you have a mother wound and Mm. it doesn't mean that you had a bad childhood or that your mother was abusive. My mother is an angel on earth, literally, but there is wounding that happens, especially down the, the female line because you were around in your grandmother's womb. So energetically, anything that she has experienced, you have also experienced. And without you you coming in to help heal that or move that energy, it's going to continue on down the line. And so I truly believe women now, we agreed before we came Earthside this time around that we were going to be the healers, that we were going to be the space holders, that we were going to be the ones that that stopped this, so that it didn't move forward generations. And mm-hmm. I've seen that doing the work in the present day can heal past and future generations, like at the same time. And I know that sounds really trippy, but the very first time we ever held healing the mother wound, my mother was very supportive, but she'd never meditated, she'd never, you know, gotten an Akashic records reading from me, like nothing like that. And out of the blue, all of a sudden she was really curious and she was like, can we open my records? Can we Mm -hmm. do this? Can we talk about this? And totally unprompted by me. And it was just the magic of moving that energy. We work our way through the lower chakras. So we start at the root and go all the way to the heart and we connect with our healed ancestors to help us move some of this energy, cut the energetic cords and really tap into what we need. And it's amazing. We call on the healed ancestors, especially because they can help us. And not mm. that we don't like the, the unhealed ones. <laughs> We're doing work for them too, but it helps focus the energy um, and keeps the vibration high when they're already healed. And it really can open up a whole new world to you. This last round of women that we worked with Really, it was interesting, had a lot of similar stories, similar backgrounds and things like that. And they came out of the experience knowing they were worthy in a whole new way Mm -hmm. and releasing old stories and old patterns. And we have a cord cutting ceremony as part of the work together. We do a burn ceremony as part of the work together. And those ceremonial rituals may seem not like they're doing very much, but they are very powerful when you put that intention into the space. And again, being vulnerable together as women showed one another that you're not alone, right? That that thing that you're dealing mm-hmm. with, that feels really heavy, that feels like no one understands. There's a there's a group of us out there that understand and know and can support you. And I think that just like flips a switch inside some women to know that, you know, it's it's okay now to share these stories and to, to be who you are. Tiff, what would you mm-hmm. add to that? I feel like you had such an like amazing experience wow. this last round of healing the yeah. mother
2: wound. Yeah. Oh, I'd love for <laughs> you to share with us, Tiff. So this last round was just totally different. It's funny because Victoria and I had a conversation before we started. And we were like, should we switch up anything? And Spirit was just telling me, no, like, I feel like we should kind of lean in. And so like Victoria mentioned, all these women were very we were all like witches together in a previous life. Like it was very like, mm. it, like it was just this knowing. And there is one young lady who I'm still, we still keep in contact with, but she came into the circle with her guard all the way up because she's just now really going through like this spiritual awakening. And she's just like, okay, what's this one going to be about? What BS are they going to say? And immediately spirit told me to kind of call her out on what I was feeling and from there, we have this natural connection where by the end of the first one, she's channeling this like goddess who like, well, this ancient poet from Greece who like, she was like, I don't even know who this is. That's and so specific. <laughs> I, was ancient like, I was like, who? I was like, who? And I had to like research it. And this yeah. this person is really her. Um, and she was, she channeled her through the whole four weeks mm-hmm. to a point where now she's just like this bad And, um, just really doing her thing, but like really let her guard down after the first circle. Like I I feel like 30 minutes Mm -hmm. in, she was like, well, okay, this is something different. And she, Mm -hmm. you know, let us know, like, I don't even know how I was led to you all. Like I've been just kind of tapping into different spiritual groups and you guys fell in my lap. And this was like the best experience ever. And I feel like, Mm she was a mirror for so many of the other women in that group. Like she didn't even realize she was holding space because I feel like when we step into our magic, a lot of times we have a lot of questions. We don't feel like we have the support. And what we've seen in this last group is like these women came out, like, I'm not going to say, I'm sure some of them now are like friends, but like they definitely could see themselves in the woman across the screen from them. And so could we, and that was, that was very magical because like Victoria mentioned, like each time the energy has just been different. This time it was so powerful. So I can't wait until April when we lo- we're going to hold another mm, container in April. Amazing. And like, I'm like, shit, it keeps elevating each time. What's this going to this <laughs> be like? It's
0: going to be crazy. <laughs> it's going to just keep on expanding, right? Just moving with the expansion of the universe. I love that. I, I was thinking as you were saying that, like how beautiful it is For vulnerability to come to the surface through that practice of of mirroring, of actually seeing yourself in the other, of recognizing that what's in them is also within you. And how does that show up in your guys' lives? And how does that actually help you be more intimate, not only with other women,
1: but also in other areas of your lives? Yeah, I think the vulnerability has really shown me that we all have a lot of the same fears and a lot of the same insecurities and a lot of the same things really buried underneath. And when you can share openly, it's actually not weakness. It's like pure fucking strength, actually, to be able to share from your core of who you are. And we are currently writing an Oracle card deck that's almost finished. And I'm I'm going to be getting that one. (laughs) (laughs) And we're channeling through like some of the descriptions and that is one of them. I forget which name of that card, but it's really that that vulnerability in that space, there is no separation. There is no difference between she and her and you and him. You are all one. We all come from that same space. And so getting back to that pureness, that essence, I think really allows me to come back to compassion and compassion for me. I think, it's really only even been just the, these last couple of months that I've realized that when I can come back to that compassion for myself and what I'm going through, it's way easier to hold that compassion for other people. It's way easier to have compassion for my husband, who may be annoying the shit out of me. But instead of like going to that like place, instead, i I can come back to that place of oneness of, oh, this is the underlying thing that is maybe he's afraid of, or maybe he's dealing with in his own way. And it really allows you to, I think, relate to one another in just such a pure, pure way. And again, to show you that you're no different. A lot of those base fears, mm-hmm. wants, desires are all very similar in each of us. And that it's not so crazy to, to want or express these things, because I feel like the second we express them, the universe now knows what to do. And can attract you the things that you want or that you need so that you can move forward in a really beautiful way. And so Mm -hmm. if you're not sharing them, then shit, how can the universe help support you? Like, how can the universe help guide you? I think,
2: you know, like, I agree with everything you said, Victoria. You know, another thing that comes up with that connection is it's fucking liberating, like it's, yes, it's so funny. <laughs> I, I talked to some, like I talked to some of my friends, and you know, I think growing up in the society that we grew up in, like we automatically put up these guards, right? Because you got to be like this person, and can't, and it, it happens really young. And I think, like, when you realize you can be vulnerable and like connect with someone else, and that we're all connected, it's like liberating. It's I don't know if this has ever happened to you all, but like when I connect, like truly connect with the universe, like I have been driving in my car and heard a bird or had the wind blow through my window. And I feel the the automatic connection that I'm all of these things and it brings you to tears. Right. It, it gives you this like freedom and this knowing And then then you're able to step back into reality and be like, okay, I'm not having that feeling right now, but I know it's there. Right. And it just Mm -hmm. brings all this purpose. And so I think what Victoria and I really want to do for the people who follow us and that we hold space for is remind them that, like, I may look different from you or I may have a different path, but like, let's get liberated together. Like, let's stay connected and know that we have this Mm -hmm. connection. It's just so powerful. It's just it's way beyond words that I can even express or put into words, but it's like, (laughs) it's deep and it's like a magical (laughs) So
0: I can, I can feel it. And I'm sure that the people listening can, can feel it as well. Cause like you said, it's, it's beyond words. And and I guess for you guys as well, you must see that so much in in the work that you do that sometimes words can't describe what's happening and what you're seeing in front of your eyes and the shifts that are, that are actually coming to the surface through that deep internal work that you're holding space for.
1: It's absolutely a feeling. And I think we're, I was guilty of it for years where I numbed out my feelings. I smoked pot all day. I like watched TV. Like I didn't want to feel anything. And that's the key to unlocking this, right? Like feeling your feelings, because that's why we're here is to feel that human spectrum of emotion and all parts of the spectrum, so good and bad. And I used to think that feeling the bad, like really feeling it, was awful and unbearable. And and sometimes it is, but you have to feel that to then know how good the good feeling is, right? And so that's what I think we come back to again and again is, and we hope that we put that energy out into the world that like you don't even need to ever read our sales pages or read. The website, you just feel our energy and feel us. And we like ignite that feeling within you. That's my ultimate goal. Someone called Mm. it, what was it? The grocery store effect where like you're just like pushing the cart in the grocery store and like you're just vibing so high and so amazing yes. like I-, I want what she's having like i want that like that's what i aspire to like every single day and
2: and victoria i think we do that because when the yeah. women uh, that i was we about hold, to say yeah, that is literally I, what i'm seeing in you guys I, like 100 they're yeah. like i just i just ran across your page or like your vibe and like y'all's energy mm-hmm. and like we hear that all the time and it's funny because like me and victoria i think both of our energy is usually on about a thousand and like yeah. sometimes yeah. we have to like, I mean, I I'm just a naturally last night I was talking to a friend and he was like, why do you all like when stuff is bad? Like, why do you laugh? And I didn't realize I was doing that, but I think it's like a defense mechanism. I'm like, why not laugh through the shit? <laughs> I'm not going to cry through this. Sh- I mean, I will cry, but like, yeah. that's. I'm just usually, my cup is usually pouring over. And I mm. think that our, um, the people who are drawn to us see that and yeah they'll go to our sale page and they'll you know participate in something that we have but i think probably about 90 percent of those people just run across us and they're like shit mm-hmm. they are some badasses because they we own our energy i mean we can't help it we are so silly like when mm-hmm. we get together it's just yes, crazy yes. like <laughs>
0: I love that it's just you're just fully embracing that playfulness that is actually the core of who we are like that love energy that wanting to feel free in our lives not from a place to escape but from a place of empowering and knowing the power that's within you knowing that that magic that's within you as you guys said I feel like when you're talking about the work that you do there's just this integrity within you and I was I wanted to sort of tap into what we were spoken about earlier about the sense that when you're moving through this stuff there is still pain that you experience but kind of what I heard from you especially Victoria in that moment when you were just talking there is that actually that is a source of a lot of discovering that power that's in you discovering that magic that's in you
1: Yes. I don't think I've ever heard it put so eloquently, but absolutely (laughs) like that's your feelings are the key. And, and until you're willing to go there, you're never going to expand as big and open and as bright as you possibly can. And I think too, you know, Tiffany and I, yes, a lot of the work that we do is serious. Healing is serious, but it doesn't have to be this like heavy, sticky, yucky thing. Like we're here, I think, to bring some of that levity to show you that there is a light at the end of the tunnel, that there is going to be something beautiful at the end of the rainbow and to help hold you through whatever you're going through. I think what I love about our community is that we show up perfectly and perfect, like come exactly mm-hmm. as you are to our full moon circles. We have an amazing woman in our community who I love who's in the bath every time she joins a full moon circle. Oh. With us. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, yes <laughs> she I love that.
0: Like, She just, she's just being so in her element, which yes, is so
1: like, nice. Exactly who she is. And it's perfect. And that's all we ever want people to do and be and, and show themselves that that's possible. And, you know, I think like you said at the beginning, like we don't have all the answers. Like what works for me is not going to work for you. It's not going to work for Tiffany, but we'll share the practices that we have so that you can make them your own so that you are in control of your destiny. I was thinking about this today. It's like, I think as women, especially we've kind of been told, right. That like what we have is good enough or what we're going through is, is fine as it is. No reach for fucking more. You deserve more. You deserve all of the things that you want in this life. And we're here to tell you that that's possible. And that no matter what anyone else has said to you, like you can do it. Yes. You have to do the work. You have to dig in. You have to be willing to go there, but the rewards Mm. on the other side are, I mean, tenfold anything else. I agree with everything you said. (laughs) Victoria.
2: I mean, no, it's just like, I agree, fuck this. Well, it's just so funny because I feel like at this point we're so meshed together. It's like, you got this one. I got this. And it, it feel like we say the same things in different ways. But like, yes, yeah, really just, I like, you know, I look at Victoria as inspiration a lot because when we first met, and I know this was like, we kind of told our story on your last uh, episode but um, when we first met, Victoria was seriously in the spiritual closet. Like I would tell her, like, no girl, you have this magic. And she was like, No, I don't. And I'm like, chill. Oh, and to see where she is now, and even mm-hmm. when I get discouraged, because I'm personally going through a lot of shit, like a divorce, mm-hmm. a magical mm-hmm. divorce, by the way, but a divorce, <laughs> and just trying to figure out stuff. And a lot of times she'll remind me like. It's almost like she's reminding me, like Tip. I saw this in you first, so just do it, girlfriend. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And so it's a lot of times where I'm feeling like this morning she texts me, and I, I was—I think I told you this. Emma, I was like, so I have this reel mm-hmm. on my phone. Victoria's getting posted after this, and so she's like, "Are you doing? Are you doing your uh, release ritual reel?" And I was like, "Oh shit! Like last night was horrible, y'all. Like it was crazy, mm-hmm. but." I I think we encourage each other, right? Like we put the steam underneath each other to just do better. And I think that that is exactly what we do with these women who come to us. Like uh, there's been times where this is, there's one participant who comes to every full moon circle. And I swear me and Victoria have been telling her the same thing for the last year. And until she realizes that she just has to step into that magic but mm-hmm. it doesn't matter, right? Because we're going to keep motivating her and we're going to keep mm-hmm. telling her the things she needs to know. And then when she does what she has to do and needs to do and will happen, we're going to be her biggest cheerleaders. And I think that's mm-hmm. what we are. We're we're your spiritual cheerleaders and we're going to make sure that we're supporting you 100%.
1: I want to get up and dance with it. We're your hype squad. Nah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm like feeding off yours guys' energy, honestly. I'm loving it what we were talking about then like and how you mentioned as well like you went in there about like your magical divorce that you're going through and and all of these things like we're all going through shit right we're all experiencing pain but it's like our perception and the way that we view it that allows us to feel like we just tapped into there like that that feeling that becomes so powerful in your life. Like what are some lessons that you've taken through your own pains that you've now integrated into like the intentions and the the power that is behind spirit mamas?
2: So for me, I am the queen of shadow work. So Victoria talked about tapping into your feelings. And that's really what shadow work is. Um, but the beauty of shadow work, if you know how to do it correctly, is not getting stuck in those feelings. So about 80% of humans, like when we're sad, we're sad. We stay there for a week. We get depressed. Some people, you know, they don't know how to come out. And so when you do the shadow work, you have to also learn how to shape shift, um, Mm -hmm. which can be a practice. You have to practice it, right? Like you want to lean into those feelings and then figure out what you can take positive from those feelings and then apply to something else. And so I think When you look at what Victoria and I have built, we aren't afraid to tell our stories. We aren't afraid to tell you like, you know, when I first went through my spiritual awakening, I was so alone. So the fact that now I'm building this community of women who are going through their spiritual journeys and we can support one another is like liberating to me, right? Because I was so alone. But I realized that during that time I needed to be alone, Mm. um, to be where I am right now. If I wasn't alone, I wouldn't be a Reiki healer. I wouldn't have spirit mamas because I had to learn how to really tap into that shadow work
1: Mm -hmm. and
2: figure out what I needed to bring along with me to help others and what I can leave in the past. And so I think that's very important when when really leaning into those emotions is like, what can you pull from it? What is uh, valuable to bring to the future and what can you leave behind knowing that you can always tap into that energy if you need to learn or bring something forward, but everything doesn't need to come.
1: Mm. Mm. Amen to that. I think, you know, a lot of people, I was one of them, a miscarriage was what really brought my spiritual awakening about and had me searching for just an, an answer, a higher power, something out there to make meaning of this, this tragedy. And I truly believe it was meant to happen to put me on this path to bring spirit mamas forward. I'm currently pregnant now. And I, this soul is the soul that was trying to come through before. And he was guiding me from the other side back then being like, all right, mom, like it's time to get cracking. And, you know, I think that's the beautiful thing. You mentioned perspective, Emma, that's really what it's about. It's can you shift your perspective in the moment to turn that pain or that mess into your message, right? And again, not because you need to start a business or anything like that, but more sharing what you're going through, A, it's therapeutic as fuck, but B, that vulnerable connection, you have no idea how many people have gone through something similar and it doesn't get talked about or it doesn't get shared and you're that one person in their life that opened that door for them. To know that they're not alone and to know mm. that like what they're going through is okay, that's life-changing. I mean, the amount of people that came out of the woodwork after I shared about my miscarriage were people I hadn't talked to in years. People I went to high mm. school with that like I'd forgotten about. But it was really beautiful to reconnect with them for no other reason than to know that I was able to touch them just by, by sharing something I was going through. And so, you know, I hope that inspires any of the listeners to know that you don't, of course, have to share everything that you're going through, but it does help. And it actually calls in your soul tribe, I think, and who you're meant Mm -hmm. to surround yourself with and be with and who you're meant to help in this world. Because I think we're all meant to help those around us. You don't have to be a healer, quote unquote. You don't have to be, you know, a coach or teacher to help someone I think Mm -hmm. all of us intrinsically are helpers and just by being your authentic self and I think when people realize that you walk a little different in the world right like you you have a different energy about you um and that actually I have (laughs) from years ago when I went to Burning Man after the miscarriage I wrote myself this letter saying let your guard down let people in they can heal as much as they hurt. Be gentle with yourself. Forgive yourself. Love yourself. You are enough. Wow. That moved something in me. That was gorgeous. And I love it. And it just reminds me that letting people in can expand your life so fucking much. If I hadn't Mm -hmm. shared any of what I'd been through, we wouldn't be here right now. Like Tiffany and I, like this wouldn't have happened and tiff i know tiff is gonna have so much to share with the world after this magical divorce and no,
2: i'm so wait. glad it's magical. it's, it's been two years and sorry about my dog too but it's been two years it's been two years in the making and mm-hmm. I, I was like kind of journaling the other day and i realized the first year was really me being in this place of like survival it has to work because society tells you it has to work mm-hmm. then year two was really me um Figuring out who I was and kind of like putting it in the universe's hands. Like if it's meant to be, it'll be in year three, I truly set an intention of peace. And if it doesn't bring me peace, then it doesn't belong. And because I put that in the universe, it is manifested into a true divorce, right? But mm-hmm. what I realize is what brings me peace is he's my best friend that I can be an amazing parent with. We worked so well that way together. He's also an amazing business partner. Like if we ever wanted to do business together, like that is my guy. He's not my soulmate for right now. He was my soulmate. And so when I think about peace, when it comes to love and affection, it doesn't bring me peace. And that was my confirmation that it needed to end. So I do think that, you know, everybody has a story to tell. And for the longest I... I didn't want to talk to anybody about the divorce because, you know, it's shameful or people may not understand. And this year I'm like, yeah, I'm separated. I'm getting a divorce. And there's so many people like I'm talking to a girl after this who I'm like, wait, we got married the same year. Her divorce will be final in August. And so she's like, call me, I can help you with everything you need. Um, And so I just feel like, you know, unless you share your story, nobody knows and then you're kind of left in a box by yourself to figure shit out and who needs that
0: none of us like literally what i'm hearing from both of you is transme and shame like amazing and then creating the space for other people to realize that they have the power within themselves to also do that
2: Exactly. I was like, you made it sound so much more (laughs) eloquent than we Um, did No, no, no. no. I'm just,
0: I'm I'm just reflecting back to you. The truth is in you guys. Like that's another thing, isn't it? Like it's not really us that's doing this, is it? It's something so much higher that's working through us and, and I think like you guys are really embodying that in the work that you do. And what's incredible about this work is how the divine uniquely channels through us. We all have our own gifts to bring to this world. When did you guys realize that that this was your your gift and this was the thing that you felt called to do in this lifetime?
2: So for me, um, I went through this transition probably. I mean, at this point, it has to be about nine years ago where I really was seeking what is my purpose. I knew it was something more because when I would get into whenever whenever I got a job, I would do very well, and then I would want something more. Or I always Mm -hmm. wanted something more. So I'm like, this I can't be living my true purpose because if you're living your true purpose, you don't want anything more. Like you don't, boom. Boom. My job. <laughs> yeah. you're just so, like super open to like expansion of, yeah, you know of what are. you already yeah. are. And so there was a lot of me asking God, like, God, please show me my true purpose. And let me just tell everybody, when you ask that question, just be prepared because <laughs> your life may or may not be turned upside down. Mine was in a good way. <laughs> I had I had the support that I needed, but I realized like, what do you mean? I'm a healer. <laughs> Like Mm. healing who? I need all the (laughs) healing myself, right? (laughs) And Mm. so I think like after many years of really asking that question, I think probably at this point about five years ago, it was confirmed that I'm a healer. I'm supposed to heal and help others. And however that looks in that moment, that is what I'm here to do. Now, Victoria had to check me a few weeks ago because I put myself in situations as a healer, you attract broken people or messed up situations. That yeah. currently I can't support. So I have to learn how to, you know, filter those things out and mm-hmm. only heal what is needed for me to also continue to grow and expand.
1: So mm-hmm. for me, this about
2: happened, yeah. yeah, so five years ago, I realized I'm a healer. And so just with talking to Victoria when we had our babies that are like six months apart, it was just like, let's do something that can help moms also heal and just expand and tap into their true selves and also raise conscious kids who will never mm-hmm. forget the power that they have. So that's okay. my answer. Yeah. I <laughs> don't Victoria, when did you know?
1: <laughs> I mean, it was when I had Sebastian. So, mm-hmm. you know, he's a little over two years old now and I started questioning everything. Like birth was such a portal for me. I thought I would always be a corporate worker that that was just what I was going to do. But God, you just blew my mind with the way that you said that because I always wanted more. I always wanted like, in the sense of like the next job, the next Mm -hmm. thing that I wasn't fulfilled in what I was doing. Whereas now I'm so fulfilled in what we do at spirit mamas. And I just want it to expand and expand and expand Mm -hmm. and, it's a different kind of wanting more and wanting you know mm-hmm. something bigger and better it's mm-hmm. not a yearning for a job title or a material thing it's a yearning for my own growth and expansion and to help mm-hmm. as many people as possible and that i mean that sounds so altruistic but i that was the realization i had probably 2 months after having sebastian i joined mm-hmm this like energetic business container. I'd never done kundalini yoga in my life. i would (laughs) never done breath work. Like I can't even tell you the universe just was like, you need to do this. And I came to the realization finally, like in the quiet time doing breath work, sitting, you know, with myself when the baby was asleep, that I wanted to help people. And that's all I knew. But I always thought of it in the traditional teacher sense of like, oh, teaching in a classroom or teaching in that kind of setting. And I didn't resonate with that. And I didn't know why. And it wasn't until I put in the inner work that I realized, okay, this Mm -hmm. Akashic Record certification that I got just because I wanted to heal and empower myself is something that I can teach others how to do too. And I can Mm -hmm. teach it in my own way, right? And, And that's my unique magic is that I do it this certain way. Tiffany shares Reiki and her spiritual counsel in her own way. And it's going to attract the exact people that it's meant to attract. And Mm -hmm. I really believe that, again, every single person is meant to help on this planet. If you want to, and it doesn't have to look any type of way, just showing someone kindness is helping them. Just shining your light and showing someone that it's okay to be 100% themselves is helping people. And so- that was really the the pathway for me was this kind of like mm. businessy program that was really more about energy that made me realize that oh, like there's way more out there for me. And it's not about my title or my paycheck or mm. making money. It's about like how how high can I get myself? How how much can I elevate my vibration and then just feel really fucking good? Like that's all mm. it comes down to is that like I want to feel fucking good every single day. And mm-hmm. why, like, why not? Life is too short to not feel good every single day. And so that's what I feel like I try and embody. And that's what this journey has, you know, the path that it's put me on is to not only for me to feel that way, but for me to help others do that too. Because ma- as moms, especially, like we put ourselves last, we don't mm-hmm. feel good, we feel like we have to do stuff that we're, we're drudging through life. Um, and thankfully, I never felt like, you know, super down as a mom. But that's what I always hope to to show people is that like, you matter. You really mm-hmm. fucking matter. And you need to start acting like you matter, you know. Um, and until you do, we'll lift you up. But you've got to be the one to decide to make that change in your life. You've got to be the one mm-hmm. to decide that you're worthy, because we're all worthy. Amazing. It's all like, like
0: all of this beauty that's unfolded in your guys' lives and what I'm sure a lot of the people listening will realize as well, it's just built on those strong and connected inner foundations where we just know ourselves and know our, what our truth, what our unique truth looks like. And then, like you said, said there as well, Victoria, the expansion of that truth from a place of not wanting more, but just because your soul naturally wants to experience that growth, right?
1: And it's, you know, I know it in our society. It can look different for everyone, right? But that knowing yourself is priceless. And that's mm. a gift that you can give yourself. And I, we can come up with a million excuses, right? We don't have time to meditate. We don't have time to turn in. Or we don't have time for all of these things. I truly believe these practices make time. They expand time. They make time bendy in a way that you can't really describe, um, yeah. you know? And it doesn't happen it doesn't have to be like you sitting quietly in meditation on top of a mountain. Like you can go for a walk, you can take a spiritual bath, you can journal, whatever that is. You can dance. dance. Yes. (laughs) Yes. my God. Yes. Dance. Like (laughs) it can look whatever way you want it to look like, Mm. you know? Um, And I think that's the beauty of it too, is that it's going to look different every day for every person.
0: Beautiful. Beautiful. I just want to honor you guys because I absolutely love the energy you bring to to these shows like we've done one before and I love watching you guys on Instagram as well because you're just so, so connected and embodied in what you do and also true to yourselves in what you do. You don't let the label of spirituality turn you into to someone else other than the, the people that you're here and who you're here to be and you hold space for people to also see that within yourself themselves. So I just adore that. And I want to thank you for, for doing that and for coming on and being in that energy as well. Um, so just to wrap up, I would love for you guys to share how people can connect with you, how they can work with you and anything else that you feel is on your heart to, to close us up today.
2: So, um, one thing on my heart is you've mentioned that, um, you know we are spiritual but we show up as ourselves and just a reminder that we're all spiritual beings mm. just living in this human body so you shouldn't have to be different to be spiritual like it's <laughs> just really that. being your true self so that's the little nugget i want to drop but um i mean you can find us on instagram at spirit.mamas um have some really fun stuff going on over there i think our our page is really fun um and then, this <laughs>
0: It's so aesthetically pleasing as well.
1: Yeah, it is. I love it. <laughs> I'm like, it's Victoria- so pretty. <laughs> Victoria worked really hard
2: to make sure that happened. Okay, I it love seems, it. like love the it. brains behind Social. <laughs> Um, I just do what she tells me to do. Um, and then um, and every now and then I go a little rogue. So yeah, <laughs> a
0: little
2: And then you can find us online at www.spiritmamas.com. Some cool stuff there where you can find out about our one-on-one sessions. You can also find out about our beautiful containers, like our full moon circles that we hold each month as well as healing the mother womb, which we talked about a little earlier on, um, on the podcast. And we actually have a session starting in April, the second week in April, as Victoria mentioned, is a four week container where we really tap into the lower chakras leading up to the heart It's so magical. I can't wait for, you know, this one to uh, to hold space for the next group of women. Um, we have, you guys are gonna miss it, but miss this. But we do have a retreat yeah. coming up next week. We'll see the photos. Sedona. Yeah, make sure you go to the aesthetically
0: pleasing Instagram and look yeah. at the
2: beautiful photos. We will be, be there. It's gonna be beautiful. We're so then excited. Then they can we-
0: envision themselves at your <laughs> yeah. next retreat.
2: Well, and speaking of, we have a retreat in the North Georgia Mountains. This will be the second year, oh, so geez. our second retreat in the North Georgia Mountains, um, which will be held the last weekend or the second to the last weekend in October. So nice. if you're interested in that, go to our website, check that out. And just more to come. Like we are building this beautiful um space that, you know, I feel like we get all these downloads and we are already working mm. on the, the next big thing. So Gorgeous. really really excited for you guys to
1: see what we have coming. And one of those next big things is hopefully an international retreat in 2020 Yes, you can come
0: to Ibiza. <laughs> I would love to see you guys here. there's so many like people that I can just see would resonate with you do so much in a way that it's just so liberating as you said earlier to themselves because there's there's a lot of mums here and there's, there's a big spiritual community here as well so we'd love to have you guys sit <laughs> I'm like talking on behalf the of universe. the island <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the island says so so why not <laughs> Did you have any little nuggets of wisdom to add in there, Victoria? Anything else you wanted to share before we close up?
1: No, I'm just so grateful. And I Mm -hmm. think everyone, if you can tap into that gratefulness in your heart every single day, you Mm. will be on the path doing what you're meant to be doing. We're here to support you in any way we can. We love you. You are worthy of your dreams. You are worthy of your desires. And yeah. we just can't thank you enough for inviting us back, Emma. We love chatting with you too. I love it. There's going to be way more, I right
0: know. <laughs> thank you so much, my loves, for coming on. And thank you, everyone who has tuned in today. We will see you all later. Thank you. See you later. Bye. Bye, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We hope you feel even more expanded, connected and inspired from today's conversation. Don't forget to leave us a review if you're listening on Apple, or Spotify and you can head to the show notes for even more ways to connect to our community. See you next week.